1: Welcome to Heart and Hand, the Rangers podcast, the podcast that's less fashionable than Steve McLaren's hair. This week on Heart and Hand, total, total football. Welcome to Heart and Hand Rings Podcast, my name's David Edgar, I'm your host and I'm joined as always by Mr Scott Vandenacker.
2: Greetings, hello, welcome.
1: Sure is nice to have you here, Scott, back on the good ship. Um, Well, actually, talking of ships, um, there's a guy who's been getting on our collective uh, nipple ends this week, isn't there? There
2: is. It's, uh, it probably started as being quite fun. Uh Uh-huh. It's
1: not now, is it? No, it's, uh... I believe he's... Te- I'll give him his full name. It is That Fucking Astronaut Cunt. Yeah. As I made a note last week. The cunt in
2: space.
1: Yes. Yeah. T-F-A-C or TCIS. I um, I don't know if you've seen this bloke. His name, I think, is Tim Peak. Peak Tim. Yeah. Just yeah. Um Well, he has gone into space, a British astronaut, and they've put him up in the space station. And the big wheeze is that he can tweet. He's on social media, right, from space. Uh... But he's taking, he's, he, he's taking the cunt out of it. He is absolutely kicking the arse out of it. At first it was like little things. He'd be um, like, uh, oh, the commute this morning um, only took me ten minutes to go all round the world. And you're like, ah, guy's in space. But he's getting desperate now. And it's stuff like uh, the London Marathon posted. Have you signed up to do the London Marathon? And he went, I can't. I'm in space. And you're like, aye, aye, all right, mate. You're you're yep. in space.
2: That one I think what got David and I going was He like Posted something on social media Like a, He Here's a picture of whales From space For St David's Day Look it's whales. From,
1: from space. space And you're just sort of like Jesus mate Maybe we should just leave you up there I uh, know yeah. Right. He, a dick. In space What <laughs> yeah. A total git You know yeah. It's like right You're in space That should be a cool enough experience for you You don't need to share it Every kind, Four minutes And you yeah. know it's going
2: to be everything Imagine seeing the Euros start
1: Oh, God, it'll be like, uh, here's us travelling over Romania today. Who, are they playing in groups? Oh, shut Yeah, shut the fuck up. Oh, the prick. Anyway, so apart from irritating astronauts, the first thing I think we should probably talk about, Scott, is uh, Rangers' majestic 4-0 demolition of uh, Dundee last Saturday in the Scottish Cup.
2: Total football? Um... It's been interesting this week though because I've seen a couple of teams I don't know if you know I like my European football David, right? Yes, you do. I can, I can go a bit obscure but have you heard of Borussia Dortmund?
1: Um, vaguely, I think they're a Blizzard and favourite. Barcelona? No, I don't know them so much.
2: Well, try and look out for them, right? But, but I noticed those two teams are trying to do a Warburton.
1: Yeah, so I have I've heard of this that on the continent now um, they actually call it the Murray Park uh, Murray Park Special. They do. Um,
2: and basically, you know all, all the social media over there is like You know, hashtag Scottish way.
1: People think that we sometimes overdo it on here about our influence. You know, we won the League Cup in 2011. We inspired the the team to win the league uh, uh, that year as well. And people think that we sometimes overstate our importance here. But Harry Forrester, 14 seconds.
2: Yep. And does anybody believe for a second that he wasn't buoyed by listening to the pod?
1: No, I, I don't think so. When you hear... When you're the type of guy who who obviously spends so much time on your beauty regimen, and yeah. you, people then take the time at their busy lives to say Do you know what He's just a handsome man and, and well done uh, it gives you a little boost and you can see the way that he won the ball sailed into the box and effortlessly struck it high into the net past the goalkeeper that there was a man who was impressed that we had um, paid attention to his testicle tonsorial elegance
2: as we paid as much attention as he did and um, I think it all paid off in the end it does. I think for people doubting the pod, go back and listen to all 156 of them. Right,
1: mm-hmm.
2: in fact, do that anyway,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and you'll see that we're so rarely wrong.
1: No, it's, it's very rare. I can't, I can't ever, I can't ever remember it. Really. And it's free. And even when we were wrong, we were right. Well, the time, time will prove us right in yeah, the end. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. As, as we as we, st- as we still wait on some of the players from six years, will that Erasmus ever sign for us? That's That's the dream Um, It was a great performance Scott I thought the manager Tactically got it right We pushed Pushed Dundee Onto the back foot Um, Our pressing was superb Our ball retention Was wonderful But our movement Stood out for me The players were zipping About all over the field And it was quite clear That Dundee just didn't Know how to live with it
2: We've spoken For years before the pod And years on the pod If you can Control the ball Even quite well You know Control the ball And then Have a runner Third man running to space and then do it at high tempo, that's football. That's what they do in the continent, what people have been doing for years. It's not that amazing, but we can do it. We can pass the ball to one of our players who can get it under control, he looks up their options, he can then pass it to the guy who's running into space, and then he moves in turn to be on the receiving end of the cross or pass. It's absolutely wonderful. It's not rocket science, so Tim Peake won't be interested. No. Um, although, although he might. Oh. Beating Harry
1: Forrester has scored a goal. <laughs> I can't score the goal. I'm in space. Yes. He shaved his scrotum. I shaved my scrotum in space. We should make him shave his scrotum in space. Film and post pictures of that, then, yeah. Walloper.
2: So, yeah, we're just playing uh, football the way we should have been doing it for years. It's great. And as we suspected, other Scottish teams don't like it much. (coughs) Pass and move at high speed, it seems to be working.
1: Yeah, it did. It was a a wonderful performance. I struggled to pick out anybody who didn't play well on the day. Uh, To be honest, I
2: thought. In terms of passing technique, touch, I wasn't that impressed with Fodringham. He <laughs> didn't really get involved in a lot of the moves. No, that's,
1: that's true. A lot, a lot of the stuff. He didn't take one shot and goal during the during the ninety no, minutes. Not one the, shot and goal. That's
2: just shocking point. responsibility, to be honest.
1: Um, but everything else was just was just fantastic. And uh, when you think about it, that's us without O'Halloran and Waincorn, who are mm-hmm. two players to come back. But. We have a game, you know, This has been recorded on the Friday, we're, we're playing the Friday night, so by the time you come to listen to this, we could have been slaughtered 3-0 at home to Morton, and you're going, what are those two dicks talking about? And so, it, this is us just on the Friday morning, pretty happy with the way that it, it, it played last week. Special mentions, I thought Lee Wallace was fantastic, um, I thought he was he just controlled the game brilliantly, but Forrester played very well for an hour, Barry Mackay was outstanding, and Dominic Ball, who I think is maybe an underrated player that kind of slips under the the radar a bit come in and did a very good job and and got right on top of his opposite number which meant he couldn't build any moves from it but man of the match for me, Kenny Miller he was absolutely brilliant, never stopped but it wasn't headless chicken running everything he did had a purpose whether it was creating space for somebody whether it was closing somebody down almost starting the defending right up top and uh, he had just an extraordinary 90 minutes for a 36 year old
2: yep he he often can confuse and baffle when you're watching him, but it was one of these games that everything came off. He held the ball up, he, he lifted his head and he spotted all the guys making wee runs. He linked up the play and then linked the midfield to the attack. And yeah, he did a really, really good game. And also, the only thing I suppose if you wanted to criticise, which we do sometimes, yeah, maybe 1 0 at half time is a wee bit dangerous considering the domination. Maybe we. Should have taken a few more chances, and but we did in the second half. But 1 0 half time didn't reflect the game, and we do still have to watch that sometimes, you know, and maybe score a few more when we're well on top. Mm.
1: Apart from that, I can't think of any complaints. Mm. No, it was a great display. So, the draw for the, the cup, you might have heard about it in the next did round. You get, um, well, believe it or not, we got Celtic, oh, yeah, and I must admit that Celtic fans. Uh, if they still exist, because I saw their match last week against Morton, and um, I that I was played behind closed doors, though, mate. There were more people with Tim Peake for his last tweet than there were at that football match.
2: Yes, um, sadly, which, Tim's yeah. peaked at fourteen
1: thousand folk. Yeah, and of which three thousand were Morton fans. Yeah. Um, however, see for people who believe that we're a four-year-old club. Yep. And you know we're just plucky little first division team. It's the only second time we've played them. They don't have go on about it a bit, do they? Well, also interesting is that you can't get a Celtic
2: fan to go to a game these days, even if you promised them, like you know, beer tokens. Mm. But they all seem to be scrambling for tickets for this to play a first division team in the cup. Mm. Seems very unusual. It does um, doesn't it? What's worse for me though is, I mean, you knew it's going to happen, David. Okay? We we've, we've not been in too many semi-finals recently we'd forgotten what it was like but the the minnows the, the little teams they always want a 50-50 split don't they mm-hmm. and we're going to have to a lot of our fans are going to have to go without tickets to let the smaller team get a 50-50 split and I think it's something they SAF have to look at
1: mm. you know I loved that Wagon last week he was being interviewed after the game yeah. And, uh, David Tarr said, So, you know, would you be worried about facing Celtic? And he said, No, no. He said, They're a good team, but we're Rangers, we're the biggest team in the country, and we've got to be ready for everybody. I was like, Yes, love you. Yeah. And it's quite clear what the manager is is trying to distill into them is that mentality.
2: Yeah. It's, I think so. I mean, the other thing is, it's one win for us. And let me be quite clear for the Legion, the hordes of Celtic fans who listen in. In fact, there are probably more Celtic fans listening to Hart Hand than at their games, right? Mm. And let me be quite clear here, folks. It's one win for Rangers, OK? Whereas for Celtic, it's a banana skin they could have done without. Celtic win the game in a routine manner. A, it's the least that people expect. B, the bookies all expect that to happen. And C, it probably won't stop any of the changes that are going to happen anyway. They're still going to have to deal with their manager. They're still going to have to deal with fans giving up their season tickets. It's basically a game they could do. But if they lose, if they lose... Really, shit hitting the fan is a phrase that we haven't even seen the meaning of Until we see what happens if if, if they lose that game mm. Whereas for us, it's just a marker yeah, It's shit, just a sign to see who we are It's a free it's hit for fun. us
1: um, it was, it was, you, know, you, you desperately want to win I'm not going to pretend to anyone But after what we've been through in the last few years Losing a cup semi-final Celtic will not be the end of the world You know, We, we are a bit more resilient now and given the, the fact that the team has a lot of potential, that everyone's happy with the manager, everyone's happy with the squad, then, or certainly the effort they're getting from the squad, we'd obviously like it to be improved, but you you get my point. Yep. Then I think that it's fair to say that they've got more to lose than we do in this particular Absolutely. match. So we'll go, I really desperately hope we win. Um, I think we've a chance They're obviously the favourites I'm not going to lie about that But you know we've, we've got a chance And we'll, we'll see what happens on the day The pressure will be more on them Than it is on us There is a so different isn't type of energy Between the energy of our fans At that match Which will be Come on lads You can do this Come on And the energy of their fans Which will be You better not fuck this up
2: Yeah You better what The other thing is Compared to last year's League Cup semi-final Yeah Everybody knew the result beforehand. Yeah, it's
1: not a foregone conclusion like that one. And this it's isn't.
2: It's just exciting for
1: us to go to the game thinking, you know, we've got a wee chance. Yeah, we've got a chance. We've got, we've, um, got chance, yeah. we've got the ability to do something here. But I do agree that if if Celtic play at their best and we play at our best, then you would probably expect Celtic to win. Um, but some of the nonsense that's been talked because there is a little bit yeah, of panic.
2: Chris Sutton. Chris All Sutton. By Chris.
1: Yeah. De- partly, Mark Warburton could lose his job if Celtic win.
2: I knew one of the Martin O'Neill era Celtic team strikers had had brain surgery. I thought it was John Hartson. I think it may have been Chris Sutton. Have you ever heard of anyone trying to get involved in the media who wants to become a pundit who talks more utter shite than Chris Sutton? No. I mean, incredibly, he thinks he can get a gig. I've not, honestly, it's not even joined up thinking. None of it makes sense. He tries to be controversial. I, I, he's an absolutely dreadful, tedious pundit with shit opinions.
1: There's a lot of stuff I like about BT's coverage, but with him, Robbie Savage, they do have a tendency to employ people who... It's this sort of worst of modern punditry where it's not so much your opinion, but just that you express it loudly, um, whether it makes sense or not, and him and Savage are particularly bad for that. But um, we'll, we'll see what happens. I think we all know that... Um, Realistically, what the likely result is. However, the fact is, is as I say, we've got certainly more to, more to gain and less to less to lose than them. Can we start to focus on this now, or do we need to make sure we get the next few league games out of the way first, so as not to allow Hibs back into the title picture?
2: <sighs> it's a tough one, I think. Mark Warburton seems to be thoroughly professional.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And they've got Sir Davies standing over them. And I know from anecdotal evidence, and you know the same sort of folk, that Sir Davy's very big on what it means to be a Rangers player. And he's really good talking to the guys and taking them aside. And I think they're under no doubts that winning the league is what they have to do.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: But it is, we are going to win the league. There's literally no doubt about that. And I think we could at least, I think what Mark Warburton will do is he'll start looking at videos of Celtic maybe watch the odd game but I don't think he'll start using training sessions to work things out yet I think we have got a couple of games Queen of South, Morton I think he'll want points in the bag before he actually starts working the players through the moves and set pieces and who's picking who up so I think there'll be a a bit of a delay before we really focus on the cup game Um, and as it should be he's a professional guy and the league is crucial for us that's the most important thing yeah. Although you and I know We are going to win the league
1: Yeah we should absolutely win the league Again I'm very conscious of the fact We've got a game tonight And by the time most people Come to listen to this We could sound like Absolute wangers yeah, w- More than usual No but Sutton-esque So oh, uh, God. I'm going to say Apart from the incredibly Tricky match against Morton that we have Coming up Where yeah. in many ways Morton are the favourites
2: Yeah I mean It's amazing how we Won Drew Lost that match isn't it, David? Mm-hmm.
1: Based based on whatever result. Uh do you remember those those books you got as a kid? Where, you the
2: page if you think. Yeah.
1: yeah, exactly. It was like maybe we could do a pause like that. Yes. You know, if we have won, now go to forty four minutes. If we yes. have lost, go to twenty two minutes. That, if we've lost, go to twenty two minutes of David's Rant. Yes, yeah, exactly. That would be. We should yeah. never think about doing that. That yes. this could be the future of podcasting. Choose your own pod. Choose your own podcast. That might be the way to go. If you would like to hear more about the testicles of Rangers players, please go to seven minutes.
2: If you would like to hear about Rangers winning the Champions League at
1: last, go to minute twenty-three. Yeah, there's there's money in this. I'm telling yeah, you, there's same. money in this. Invent your own pod. That's uh cool. that that's what we need to do. Yeah. You know, because we, we you need to freshen things up. You know, you, you do
2: and inventing stuff is pure piss. Oh wait a minute.
1: Well, it, uh, it's never stopped the Scottish media getting a paycheck.
2: It hasn't indeed. Um, that was a thing somebody, a friend of ours, Scott Wilson, posted on social media today saying that a part of the SFA are in a bit of, not trouble, but uh, WADA were asking them why they've done so few uh, dope tests um, for performance enhancing drugs. And you can imagine a lot of the answers about Scottish football and performance enhancing.
1: Yeah, exactly. Uh, I mean, the, surely just a cursory look out onto the park should tell you about how much performance enhancing drugs have been drugs perhaps certainly yes. um, I don't have a problem with that but performance enhancing drugs I, I have a slight issue anyway Scott that's uh, enough of part one this week because I know you're straining at the leash as I didn't let you do it last week um, yes ladies and gentlemen making its return like the unwanted stepchild that you hoped had taken enough money and a payoff to leave you alone it's the Sporting Integrity Award The Sporting Integrity Award is when we look around the world of sport and see who's made the biggest Stuart Regan of themselves over the past week. It looks at liars, vagabonds, cheats, idiots, twats, bellends. You know the stuff that anyone who's ever used the phrase sporting integrity with a straight face in this country tends to be categorised as. I'm going to pass this over now to my good friend, Mr Scott van der Acker.
2: Hi David. Um, There's been some sort of talk, mainly by you, can can I also say that People don't like this part of the pod as much as maybe I think they do. Well, I'm gonna treat these people, these haters, haters. the way the way Harry treats his pubic hair, okay? I'm just gonna get in amongst, savage them, okay? Quite right. But we are going eventually, eventually, of course, David, of course, we're going to Romania, okay? But um we're starting in Portugal, okay? Portugal. With sporting president Bruno de Carvalho, okay? Who's been accused of homophobia? No. Yes. He criticised a referee with a rant that included the lines I'd have kicked him up the arse. Looking at the neck of him, I was afraid he'd enjoy it.
1: Oh He then said the Nineteen seventies classic right there.
2: Absolutely. Um he then said the next day Homophobia, you have to see it all in context.
1: Okay. Well maybe he meant he was like a straight fellow who just enjoyed a bit of um BDSM and therefore he would enjoy the kick in the arse, not because the kick would penetrate his, his bottom, but because yeah. he would just get, derive sexual pleasure from being kicked. I think so. Either It way, wasn't that,
2: was it? No. No. He was he, actually being homophobic. Yeah. Yeah. But by using the words you have to see in context, what's the all do, he thinks it's just a sort of get-out clause of all football, chairman. We're getting closer to Romania, David. We're getting closer. By going to our old chum, Friend of the pod, Zdravko Mamich. Okay. Yeah, Dina Mozagreb's live wire chairman, okay, who has been, who stepped down as chairman for the time being. And do you know why, David? Because he's been arrested again.
1: Okay, well.
2: However, he said, he issued a statement to Dinamo Mozagreb. You know me, I get jailed every now and then. There's never any evidence. I'm going to take up an advisory role on the board instead. So there you go, right.
1: Well, I mean, so that is half. Can you imagine being jailed every so often when there's never been any evidence?
2: No evidence at all. Jailed every now and then. You'd be angry, wouldn't you? You'd be you would, sore. You would. You'd be angry but, about that. And he was up for tax evasion, bribery, and organised crime, okay, in, in these court cases. That's why it's hard to step back. Some examples of his recent draft mamet okay, to a journalist at a press conference, okay, lies, fucking lies, you just can't stop lying, you filthy beast. You never wash. Bastard. Utter bastard. You filthy, miserable lying bastard.
1: He said that to a journalist. At a press conference, yes. I've you know, I would maybe tend to be on his side on that one. We should hire him as our PR guy. I think so. Why do we not get an Eastern European chairman? No, 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 not a German PR guy, can you imagine? <laughs> so at the press conference when they're asking that utterly fucking inane question, you can imagine the usual one, you know, So Mr. Robert and Chris Sutton has said this, he could go, shut the fuck up, you yeah. dildo. What a ridiculous question. And then we could set dogs on him.
2: I was going to bring up press conferences in our Mythic Part 3, which we don't really have today, but you're right, absolutely spot on. See, nowadays the Rangers... A 15 minute press conference is 14 minutes of Celtic fans saying, So, Mark, are you going down south if Rangers don't win the the World Cup? Yeah. Um, mark, go down south if um, Rangers change their away kit to red and white.
1: Yeah. Mark, uh, mark, this, mark this no mark uh, has said something about you in the press. Could you please respond to it? And then he'll say something like, Well, to be honest, I'm not really bothered about stuff like that. And their headline is Warburton slams ex Celtic tit, right, uh, on comments. We need a press officer, genuinely a serious point, to step in and say, that's not about this weekend's game. We're not not dealing with that. Just all the time. And for people to say you can't do that, they do it in England.
2: Yes, I just think it's ridiculous. But it shows that we're back and they're worried. So this was Dravko as well to heckler at a press conference. OK, I'm going to maul you one by one. You donkeys better start praying I stay in my seat. When I rise out of this seat... That means you're getting beaten like cats in a, a bag. I love him. I love him. Why can't he? Oh, come on. I think we should write to Zravko and ask if he can do some PR. Aren't you right? So what, Long care, overdue.
1: Care of prison.
2: Yeah, sadly, that is... Yeah, yeah. That's the problem. Okay. Um, now, Romania, our spiritual home. Yes. Home of the pod, or Hartu i Handu, as it's known there. It is, yes. Um, we usually like get about fifteen to 20,000 downloads there. Um, which is
1: good because no one speaks English.
2: No, but it makes as much sense to them apparently as it does to our listeners.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah. Fair, does. fair does. And Rapid Bucharest owner Valerie Morario, mm-hmm. who revealed the real reason why players have gone unpaid for another month. And now a lot of the players thought he was fooling them, taking the piss out of them and just not paying them. How wrong they were, David. Do you want to know what really
1: happened? What really happened?
2: I tried to transfer some money to the club. That supermarket chain owed me. But you know the Chinese hackers you get now? <laughs> they got in and hacked it. Yes, they did. And that's why I haven't paid them.
1: Well, that sounds perfectly plausible to me. Why don't the players believe him? I don't know. It's, oh, just... that, it's a shocking lack of trust in a man who... And I wouldn't even mind it, Scott, but there's some professions that I think that we can still have respect for. We've lost a lot of respect over the years for things like the clergy and the police and whatnot, but surely Romanian chairman? Yes, I mean, if we can't believe in a Romanian chairman, we might as
2: well just give up the whole game. You know, the game's a bogey. Oh, David. Metalist, Resistu, one of the best names ever for a club, sure. That's,
1: that's a good name for a club, yeah.
2: Romania. Um, their players staged a sit-down protest over unpaid wages, OK? The were ref whistle to start, they sat down, took the tops off and all had T-shirts saying Stop Slavery. OK? OK. The response from their owner, Katalin Rufa, was, Oh, who gives a fuck about them? Let them sit down there, idiots. I'm going to play the kids. He did. He arrested all of the 11 players who protested and played the youth team who lost 11-2 to, to Brasov. Well, they got two. It was hopeful they future. did. Coach Carol Grugge said they're a brave bunch of youngsters. And owner, Katalin Rufu then said as well. I do mean it, you know. The only way they'll get back in the stadium is the effing pay to sit in the stands.
1: Right. Seems perfectly reasonable to me. I, I really haven't heard anything there that would yeah. qualify for a sporting integrity. Players
2: like would not paid. Uh huh. And finally, I'll end this and thanks for letting me have have such a big sit. It's been really good today. I've been looking forward to it a lot. But I felt I couldn't do it. I couldn't let the people down. I couldn't not mention Gigi Bacalli. Yay! Yay! Now, Gigi has. You remember we spoke earlier in the season, David, at the start of the season, in fact, about Gabriel Tamas. Yes. Headcase, who he had fired um, from Stoubucaress for basically alcoholism, okay? He has brought him back, okay? But he's inserted clauses into his short-term contract, okay? Including an alcohol ban and compulsory church attendance. OK. Right? Um, in August, his contract was terminated after he went out in a drinking session rather than attend training and then admitted that that's what he'd done when they asked him. So Gigi said, I have special contract clauses for him. If he drinks, he's out. If he doesn't come to church with me on a Sunday morning, he's out. In 2011, Tamas was banned for playing for Romania for drinking on the, the day the day of a friendly against San Marino. It was a friendly? Yeah, Exactly. Two years later, he left SCFR Cluj following a one-week spell with the club after he caused a fight in a local pub and hit somebody with a chair.
1: We've only got one side of that
2: story. (laughs) Exactly. He then returned to Stoya finally. He agreed to these clauses about the church attendance, saying, I'm glad to return to Stoya. I achieved a lot of success. This is my only Romanian dream. Tamas is a keen supporter of Dynamo, the Bitter Rivals, who earlier this month, had, he told their fans the only team he would ever play for was Dinamo
1: As that was his Romanian dream <laughs> Okay, well, He was maybe pissed at the time Look, all, <laughs> of, all of this is circumstantial I haven't heard anything there That fully tells me whether or not That uh, Gabriel Tamás is in fact guilty Of any of the the the, the misbehaviour he's been accused of In fact, do you know what I've just done? I've set up
2: a fucking false opposition You fucking have I've given all of these sport integrities And yet all I've done is just it's slander people One-sided stories
1: I just I, I love the fact That in my head now Gabriel Tamas I just picture Eight ace from Viz In a football top Yes you know, I think just, just shit. <laughs> let, let me in the house You know That would be fantastic um, I think the, the kind of Things like that clauses. They're obviously Not that popular In, in Britain Although they may be um, Certain ones put in place on social media Believe it or not In light of the whole uh, Adam Johnson thing that's, that's genuinely Something clubs are looking at but uh, like, believe it or not one of the things clubs are looking at is um, for instance club mobile phones rather than personal mobile phones yep. so in that way the club because your employer can always check anything including your social data by the way just anyone who's out there who has a work phone and thinks nah they can't they can legally they are allowed to look at anything on that phone and you're going nah but nah no, no, they can trust me um, um, and I take
2: it that includes utter really 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 shameful stuff yeah. like the huddle board
1: yeah stuff. exactly if you've been there um, on one of those really dreadful sites you know that that do like scat porn or worse the huddle board then yeah. uh, yes you, you, your employer can find it out but David yeah, co- I've got to, clauses. Like pod, I've, got to, I've got to go and check my phone a minute mate can you just <laughs> finish <laughs> I, off here yeah, for no reason at all <laughs> Scott suddenly has to leave us um, yeah. clauses though that are become, uh, quite popular abroad look, Mario Balotelli had several put in with his Milan contract and uh, appears to have been in a giant big hissy about it and hasn't played for about four months.
2: Yes, he's got
1: a sore leg. It's... I'm going to have to go then, Scott, with the rapid Bucharest Chinese hacker. Yes, lads. What was his name? Uh, Valerie Morariu. Congratulations, Valerie Morariu. You? You're the winner of this week's Sporting Integrity Award. Okay, folks, that's just about it in case you're going oh it's only been half an hour yeah well I'm still not 100% yet and frankly you're getting more than you know more than you desire I'm really the, the kind of guy Scott who's currently able to do 60 minutes for the team but I can't go a full 90
2: you're Daniel Sturridge
1: that, okay. that's what I'm Daniel Sturridge um, I'm, I'm supremely talented but yet issues that, that maybe stop me being there except for the big occasions I know it's he's, he's miraculously declared himself fit so far for the league cup final in the game against Man United I, I,
2: I'm just glad that um, as a born again Christian he was able to pray to God to, God, to miss dodgy run of the mill EPL games yeah and find himself fit for the big glamour games with the cameras with at. and I, I'm just hoping for Daniel's sake that that continues I'm
1: not going to criticise him Scott because frankly I think it's great that if someone is hearing voices in their head they're not telling them to kill women
2: yeah, miss a game against Aston Villa. I,
1: it's not really that bad, is it? No, when when you put in context that the usual stuff that people say that they've had voices in their head, that I think, as you say, you know, we can't be out travelling to West Brom this weekend. Is no, it is a not, message I, from your maker? Isn't isn't the worst?
2: It's not bad. Um, although last night he played against their hated rivals. Yes, that scored against the hated rivals, and at the after-match interview. He looked like someone had shagged his girlfriend in front
1: of him. Yeah, he doesn't seem the, the cheeriest bloke. There's talk that he'll be leaving and going funnily enough, there was talk that he would be off to Newcastle in the summer. Newcastle, who have just sacked, as we mentioned right at the start, Steve McLaren. And uh, Now, you know I can't stand Steve McLaren, right? And I'll I be honest that. with people. there's two reasons for this. One, he's a grinning mini. He, he does that thing that I really hate when people do this, when they're nervous, they grin with a, a really bad, humourless, mirthless yep. smile, right? Don't do that, you look like a dick. Secondly, that little hair unicorn thing he's got at the front there on the island, you know, behind mm-hmm. behind the sort of straight of, of bald water behind his head. He needs an intervention. Somebody tell the man he's bald, for Christ's sake. He can, I've got clippers, he can borrow them. Do you know something though, David?
2: You know how this pod is very prescient? Yes. And we do get a hell of a lot, right? Yes. I suspected he would get sacked when the club openly admitted that they were negotiating
1: with Rafa Benitez. Yeah, that... That the, the, the That's fact sort that of were, clue. You know, they were talking to Benitez and Moyes, you thought, hmm. But uh, I like the fact that they, they held him on all week, though, to take training every day, and then on the Friday went, right, sling you out. Yeah, would you think it was him or Carver? Uh, well, oh, God almighty. But the thing is, it's Newcastle, and unfortunately, listen, if you're a Geordie or you've got sympathy with Newcastle United, I'd none again, like most... People had none against Newcastle United loved watching them in the 90s or that kind of stuff. But Mike Ashley, um, nothing, you know, we could, I don't think anyone who uh, either cares about employee rights or football clubs wishes him any success whatsoever. So I think
2: the best you can hope for in this situation, I'm not like you, I, I like Newcastle, I've been to the city a lot, I know a few people that support them. Maybe relegation, maybe he might bugger off. Yeah, It, it might not be a disaster for them. If it
1: means he no, no, I don't think it would be if if you can get him at your club. Do so. Look at us. Look at the year we've had compared to the three we'd had before. So no, Once it's there really
2: been. I mean, see when you look back to where we were a year ago, it's there been trapped in a basement. We know a Change change already. Oh.
1: Hold on, that's just Big Mark's house, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, Or what Sorry. Big Mark calls Tuesday. Um, okay, a couple of things, a couple of little tiny bits of housekeeping. Well, actually one very big bit of housekeeping. Some of you might know about uh, Scott Cunningham, MBE, who uh, launched Travis Trek years ago, which was a fundraising thing. Scott's uh, a ranger supporter who sadly lost his sight, but uh, since then has went on many, many fantastic fundraising walks with his guide dog. Um, his guide dog's currently called Milo, but his previous one was called Travis. Uh, Travis passed away, so he's doing a... Uh, uh, um, a tribute walk if you like and he is fundraising for that and you can give money to that by visiting the uh, Legends Trek website and supporting it at uh, uk.virginmoneygiving.com forward slash Travis Trek, that's uk.virginmoneygiving.com forward slash Travis Trek all that it means for me to do then is to thank our executive producers in London, Mr. Mike Lee and Mr. Paul Miles. To thank my wonderful guest, Mr. Scott Van Der Acker.
2: I wondered who that was going to be for a minute. No, was you. All right. Well, thanks very much.
1: No, well, let's see. I'm still not, mad. You had to take the most of this week, but um, and to be honest, last week was brilliant because I really got up for it. This week, probably six out of ten, but you had to carry it. So,
2: oh, thank you very much. You still no, not if you'd admit that?
1: Um, no, no. I was just I'm, I'm not. I'm not quite. You know, 100% yet yeah, And uh, I'm kind of phoning it in A little at the moment
2: Well, I suppose that's Rangers did that for three years Yeah,
1: really what I want to do Is just get my fitness up Towards the end of season Have a good pre-season And come back ready to start Start um, next year
2: I think so I mean, I think at the moment You're still giving 110% for the gaffer Mm-hmm but, you know, your body's not doing what your brain's telling it to. Exactly,
1: it happens to the best of us. Um, if you would like to comment on how this pod wasn't as good as last week's, you can get in touch with us uh, at uh, ibroxrocks on Twitter, or Scott is at Scott Harthand. You can visit us on Facebook, which is just search for Hart Hand Podcast. Podcast. You can email us ibroxrocks at playbackmedia.co.uk. That, ladies and gentlemen, is everything from us. I have thoroughly enjoyed talking to you, and we will be back here sometime next week. Cheers, bye.
0: Podcast Network.